I thought they were all like married and everything. And then we see what happens at the end of the last episode. You I'm like, wait a second. Every challenger is married. Do you know how insufferable some of them must be in real life? On All Stars, on All Stars, I assume that they are all married unless like they've stated they're not. That's presumptuous. Like, like, I was going to well, say, Alton, that's kind of presumptuous. Know, but, like, but like Alton and Yasella have kids. So I'd be like, but they didn't never said that they were single. So I just assumed, okay, they're married. Okay. You're assuming that just because people have kids, they're married? I'm assuming when people say they have kids <laughs> and then don't go, but I'm single, that to me, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go that's ahead and fair. get it in. That's fair. Let's go ahead and drop the intro Ooh. before you say anything else that incriminates you. Wow. Are you not going to put up a virtual green screen? No. 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 He's going to show everybody his house. One, yeah, my house is dope. Two, you guys can't see it because you guys get like my front camera, but mm-hmm. on OBS, I have like my Canon and I look just amazing. Yeah. Okay. You do. You. I ain't care. <laughs> well, you look fine on this camera too. So, yeah, right. I look fine. Let's go ahead and get it in. Oh, <clears> wow. <throat> you're such a. You're weird. What's really good, Posters? Welcome to another episode of Love. War challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. She is the one, the only, the best of us, the last of us. Becky at GIF Master Bex. What's really good, gang? Gang, gang, gang. I was gonna say nothing much. I'm cutting into my nap time, just so you know. Usually I nap until about Usually 10 we, minutes from now. Usually we never do this to the day. Uh, we never do this during the day. So new stuff for all of us. Hey, quick question. What did you guys think of the reunion? Uh, it doesn't matter what you think about the reunion. <laughs> the reunion okay. was trash. Let's go ahead and just move on to All-Stars. Episode four and five. I know we're a day late and a dollar short, but never late is better. And better late is never better. I don't know. Drake says something. It was cool. It's much cooler when he did it. <laughs> You guys ready to get it in? Let's do, do it. This. All right. So the the episode, episode four of All Stars start up, starts off with uh, Cyrus and uh, he, he's consoling Beth. And I'm not going to talk about it now. I'm going to talk about it later. That's a big problem for me. Um, Katie tells Derek that she's been working out, uh, but she's been acting incompetent, kind of holding back, playing the, uh, I guess, the layup strategy. Uh, what do you guys think is the benefit of playing this? this layup strategy. Tyler, kick it off. You know, this whole, this whole idea real quick, we'll talk about Katie is the main, the main focus here is that Katie doesn't ever get looked at as like a serious competitor by anybody. And I think like, and and we're going to, we'll see that she talks about it every season that she is one of the most self-aware challengers out there. Like she knows that she's not that great at certain things. And I love that she's playing this to its fullest. Okay. And Becky. I think Katie does rely a lot on her past, you know, history. Uh, but at, at the end of the day, Katie has always been great. And I think she even says it later on. She's been great at eliminations. Like she pulls out eliminations. It's really the dailies that she seems to struggle with. Cause you know, they're usually throwing her over water and making her do things that she just does not want to do so she she has sensi to quit she's like put me in elimination i have a better shot there 
You know, I really just don't see much of the benefit of the layup strategy. That might be good for some of the dailies, but when you get to the final, that layup strategy is going to come into play very negatively. So I'm going to be real interesting to see how far this strategy takes her. I think at some point, once we get towards the middle part of the season, which we are fastly approaching, she's going to have to make a decision whether to ride that one to the end or she's going to have to change strategies. Let's go ahead and talk about the daily. Today's daily is called On the Ropes. It's Heights Over Water. Um, it's Heights Over Water. The challengers have to complete a lap and they cut a rope. It's a girl's day. Winning gets you a lifesaver for the males and the teams are randomly selected. Real quick, does anybody here really think these teams are randomly selected? No. I never did. I think they think it's what's most TV friendly. You know what would be really good and beneficial is if after every, they can't do it now with this series, but if after every episode, they said, hey, fan, fan vote. And based on how many votes you get, players get ranked. And then when you randomize teams, you go based on the fan rankings that they have built up. That's the only way I feel like that they could ever do this fair. Otherwise, they're always going to dip in. That, that is absolutely ridiculous. You thinking that Bunneman Murray, MTV, Viacom is ever going to listen to the fans. So, okay. I mean, Mark Long might. <laughs> Mark Long has some pull and Mark Long listens to the fans. So realistically... If there's ever a way to get something done, you just go through Mark and you hope that it sticks. Like that's that's how fans get what they want. But the situation is, if you wanted that, you would have to you'd have to pre-plan these things and you would have to basically announce who's on the cast before, even though most people know they want to try and keep it on the low. <laughs> we know pretty quote fast. unquote the low, but, but they're why? they would have to do it live wise. Like they would have to be like, okay, before this challenge, and then they'd have to shoot it. And then it, it just, it would have to be almost like a, it had to be like a, um, what is it called? Like a voice show, like, like a channel, like a competition show where you can vote dancing with the stars. Shit. Yeah. And it's so. not like a challenge is <laughs> a competition show or anything. Well, well yeah, big, they're big not going to record it live. No, but big brother does it and they do competitions and fans vote. And we've already seen the challenge try and copy like Survivor with the season but of the Island. But they're live. They're not going to do a live type of a situation. Why not? Yeah. I'm just saying. That'd it's probably the, be cheaper. It's, it's the next step. It probably would be cheaper. And it's the next step in the challenge evolution. All right. Let's go ahead and move on. During the captain selection, during the captain selection part, uh, Gisela flats out tells Kendall that she herself won't be captain. She doesn't trust Kendall. And she feels Kendall won't work hard for her. And Kendall agrees to be captain. Uh, where do you think Gisela's anger is coming from? And whose side are you taking? And should have Kendall even taken being a, uh, a captain at this point? This whole thing was kind of messy. Becky, what's your take on this? I am wanting to know what the hell Kendall did. Is she just doing too much yoga? that everybody's so pissed at her all the time. Like, right. she literally just seems to be like living her day-to-day -day life and just chilling. I, I don't see her being snaky or doing shitty moves. So the fact that people are, I think they're looking for a scapegoat. The fact that she didn't jump through the hole is still an issue, which is stupid. It's like the stupidest reason to be mad at somebody. So I didn't want to fall through a hole into water. I don't care. I just... If it had been somebody else, would it have been as big of a deal? Probably what is it that not. Kendall is doing? It's really like they seem to be ganging up on certain people. Kendall and Ruthie are the two that seem to be everybody's scapegoat for everything. And Tyler. 
this is very high school clicky-esque of a season. And we're seeing it with this being all OGs and them having this older mentality. But it really is like a 1980s high school, like rom-com is what this all this whole season is <laughs> that's what it is we're seeing some like hookups from like oh man back in the day i thought you were cute but now we can hook up and that's just like what's going on but then when it comes to like kendall it looks like kendall's not a part of the popular girls but she's really popular with the guys because she's good at the challenges so they want to be partnered with her and that pisses off the popular girls and then ruthie happens to be this like different girl that you know rides to a beat of her own drum or whatever whatever that saying is and the cool girls don't like that either. Like you're either in with us or we hate you type thing. And that's kind of, it feels very high school-esque the way they're all acting. Really, if we're breaking this down, Kendall's just too good at too many things. And these girls are intimidated by her competitively. That's what it is. I think you said it perfect, Tyler. I think the reason why they're ganging up on or Kendall or just flat out dislike her is the fact that she's a lot more fit. She's like, I don't know how old she is, but she's up there in age. She's like 100 pounds, and she will fucking wash you and just about anything you put her against. It's fair. Look at Beth. Beth looks like she hasn't aged, and neither has Kendall. Uh, Let's go ahead and move on. I want to move on to some (laughs) of my favorite moments from this daily, and uh, I'm just going to run through these real quick. Let me know if you guys agree, if you guys have some other favorite moments. Um, One of my favorite moments is... uh, Alton cuts Kendall's rope and she survives and thrives. She kicks a lot of ass in this challenge. Uh, Gisela talking all that shit. She flops for no fucking good reason at all. Uh, Janae and and Nehemiah gets dropped right before the end. And Nehemiah is screaming, oh shit, on his way down. Was just fucking (laughs) hilarious to me. Uh, Big Easy does about as expected. Uh, Katie and Cyrus pretty much sacrifice themselves. And, um... That's just about it. Do you guys have any other favorite moments from the daily or any other moments that really stuck out for you guys? Well, wasn't it Elton who was literally just trying his best to carry his team one rope crawling back and forth? Like he was really putting in work. So I have lots of respect for Alton really kind of putting that work in. And, and honestly, you're not the hot. only one. You're not the only one who thinks so. Just was right there with you. She's like, Oh my God, look at all everything he does. It's just so hot. Oh my God. <laughs> well, his cellar was wrong. karma. <laughs> karma for talking so much shit. Facts. Um, one thing, and I don't remember if I'm like this happened in this episode or if I saw this on the after show, just because it was a couple of episodes ago. Um, but Katie said that Alton was extremely supportive of her just like dropping off. Because, oh, yeah. like, they talked and they were like, I'm not going to be able to do this. And Alton's like, that's okay. Just jump. We'll be fine. No worries. It's okay. And like, he was very positive about it which is just adding another good layer to Alton. But just thought I'd touch that up because everybody dogs on Katie if she doesn't do, like, you can't jump 25 feet straight. Like, come on, you're four foot tall. Yeah, I wasn't really against it either. Kyle. Just like, if you're just going to sit here and stall everything out, it's better for you to jump off now so the people who can do it can keep going. That just makes sense. I mean, it's not ideal, but it makes sense. It makes sense. So If you have to um, sacrifice yourself for the team, just sack yourself, sacrifice yourself for the team. That's the way you got to do. <laughs> I wouldn't say all that, but it's it's not well, ideal. It's not but like it you're works. killing yourself. You're literally just not playing. You're jumping off. You're like, I'm not going to win this. We're going to lose because of me. I will sit myself out. All right. So Beth loses, so she's going in, and Mark gets the lifesaver. Uh, Beth has this little powwow with Jim, Nehemiah, and Cyrus. And one of the best things about this powwow is I love it how. 
a lot of the big dogs of the challenge was just like, you know, she was like, who should we pick? Who should we pick? She's like, I don't know. I'm thinking, you know, Kendall. Everybody's like, no, 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 don't pick Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kendall's not weak. Why do you think that there's such a huge gap between people who think that Kendall is a, is, is a beast and people who think that she's weak? Like, I don't really get the people who think that she's weak. Uh, so far, she has really been proving herself. She's won eliminations, won dailies, won lifesavers. She's probably has done the most for any female on the show up until this point. So these people who don't think that Kendall has what it takes or is weak, where do you think that is coming from outside of the whole high school clickish thing? I think that the girls see her as a strong competitor that they want to get out sooner rather than later. They don't want to run a final with her, so they want her out. The guys see her as a strong competitor that they want to run a final with. So they're trying to keep her around for their game where the girls are like, I need her out for my game. Like, there's no way that some of these girls are going to be able to win against Kendall. It's just not going to happen. Like, if I had to take Hesella or Kendall, I'm always going to put my money on Kendall. I just feel like she's a better overall contender and competitor. Tyler? Yeah, that's all, that's all it is. It's just the, the women are thinking long-term. And this is his, historically how the females in the challenge play this game. They will try and get out the strongest competitors early versus where the guys will kind of like, let's not kill each other unless it's for money. Like every now and then we'll see guys be like, oh, ha, you're going in. But most of the time, the guys have an agreement. It's like, if I'm going to try and take you out, let's do it for money so we both win something. But the women are like, nope, nope, we don't want that. Like Evelyn's Evelyn got last place. All right, Laurel, you have to go in now. Like you have to, sorry. Like that's how they kind of think mentality wise, which is, which is both strategies work. Right. Uh, the, the classic scared game that gets a lot of people into the final. So let's go ahead and move on. During deliberation, Katie knows that she sacrificed herself and she just volunteers. Uh, she volunteers herself to go in. About half of the people are just like, wow, you know, at least you're stepping up. You know, it's your time. You know, we respect that. And the other half remembers that Mark has the lifesaver. Do you, no, do you no. think that I, this was a strategic move, though, from Katie? Like it was set up because beforehand? She, because she knew that Mark was going to use a lifesaver on her. Well, Even though she said that he wasn't, they probably already had a pre-plan that he was. Remember what I said last time we recorded? I was like, it would make the most sense to be like, hey, guys, vote me in. It's okay. And then your best friend has the lifesaver. And then you two can determine who goes into elimination. At the time, that's how we thought it would be determined. And my question to you guys is real quick, is how come everybody shit on Kendall for being like, hey, I got the lifesaver. Like, what happens if I save you? Like, what should we do? Like, should we work together? And then Mark has the audacity to sit everybody down and make them come to him and pretty much pitch to them. It was at this time, Becky knew she fucked up. So here's my question. How come when Kendall had the lifesaver and she was asking people, like, what can you do for me? Should I save you? Like, what should I do? Should I send you in? Everybody was dogging on her and shitting on her, saying she was on a power trip. Like, oh, this is what happens mm -hmm. when people that don't have power get power. Jemmy, I think, said something like that. It was all sarcastic and assy and everything. And then, like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Mark gets this and he's forcing people to pretty much sit and have a one on one meeting with him. Or he's got Derek right there, which also, I mean, whatever. He's okay with that role, but, and nobody was mad at Mark for doing it. Like one of those. You're 100% right. Was it because she's a female? You think that, you know, gender has, has something to do with that? 
Yeah, she gets a little bit of power and yeah, yeah. They it was the same situation looked at two completely different ways. Everybody knows Mark. Mark is a godfather. Somehow the lifesaver is is safer in his hands than it would be in Kendall's. It sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. And Kendall was just walking around with a drink, just like drinking and talking to people about it. Like if the cameras weren't there, nothing would have we would never known. But if the cameras weren't there when Mark was doing it, we would have heard like, oh, yeah, Mark was interviewing me like he was interviewing people. And well, with Kendall, people were just like, oh, my God, she's going to use it. She's going to not even saying that she was talking about it. They were suspicious of her using it. It was Anissa who was being her paranoid self over here thinking that this was going to happen. What her problem is this season that I feel like she's got a bug up her butt about a lot of these girl competitors uh, when she should be really excited since she's going to have the most power. But you're really right. It, it is a double standard. I think a portion of it is because Mark is everybody's friend and he organized this whole thing. So everybody in the back of their minds, he's got my back. He called me. He's friends with me. He got me on this show. So he's not going to do that to me. It's funny you say that, uh, that he got my back because he pretty much, prom- he does a challenge classic movie, got a little bit of power and he exchanges it for safety. Hey, I got your back. If I use his lifesaver, you're not going in, promises it to everybody. So everybody owes him a favor. Uh, it's not a smart move, but it's one that he's going to have to lie to somebody and whoever he lies to better be going home. I think to quote Johnny Bananas on X's 2 when he talked to Zach. And it's if you got everybody's back, you don't have anybody's back. Mm. Simple as that. These are facts. Let's go ahead and move on to the elimination. At the elimination, Mark decides to use the lifesaver to save Katie. Big fucking surprise there. Uh, and he oh. decides to do it in the most dramatic fucking fashion it is. I mean, this guy knows he's on TV. And he's try- I-, I give him props because he's trying to make All-Stars as interesting as he possibly can. And I don't knock it. I see why he has, like, the crazy outfit with Godfather on and the lights around. Like, I get it. He needs, you know, it has to be something interesting to look at. So I get all that. So he saves her. But what he doesn't, what he didn't see coming is that TJ makes there a vote, a live vote. No politicking before, none of that shit, um, which, which would be odd because I think everybody assumed that, you know, he would get to pick who would be going in. Did this throw you guys off? Did you like it? Did you dislike it? How did you guys feel about how this twist turned out? I had a feeling they were going to do it this way. Uh, I think they've had situations in Lifesaver that that's kind of how it worked. They knew that's what was going to happen. So they decided to throw a twist in there and say, we know how we used to do this. Let's make them call out their votes in front of everybody, which would cause more drama, which obviously it did. <laughs> Absolutely. Tyler? I love non-deliberation voting. I love it because you have to show your cards or you got to jump on a bandwagon. And I think it's just the, it's the best way. There's a reason why every Challenge fan that's been watching this game for a long time loves the duel because it was like, all right, challenge is over. All right, let's pick them right now. Versus the duel two that doesn't get as much like, because like, all right, guys, you got five hours to go create a list and now you get to go pick people. Like the drama element jumps up. And I think it was Darrell. I think I saw a tweet and he was like, he's like, how the fuck are they going to make me vote first twice? Like, what the hell? (laughs) Sacrificial lamb. Yes, I definitely feel you on that. Um, These live votes are, are definitely a great addition. You just can't have it all of the time because... 
it does add a lot of drama for the moment. But, um, and, and we've seen this, and, and this is one of the failings of the gold skull. It takes away that mad dash of trying to keep yourself safe. So much of the show is based on that. I don't think when, when they added the gold skull twist, they didn't realize they were losing that. And the reason why I do like it this way is because one, it was a surprise. It doesn't look like it's going to happen all of the time, but it's thrown in sporadically. And that I do like. I, I Switching it up every now and then does come in handy. And now that they know um, that how, how this live vote will go is going to be a, pretty much a crapshoot if it's not pre-discussed beforehand. So I think it's going to be all right. I do like the way they pulled it off. I think they pulled it off and the best way it could be pulled off. So, the, the, the votes come down pretty tight. Kendall's name gets thrown out, Anissa's doing, but overwhelmingly, Orissa gets the votes. So Orissa is going in. And mind you, this show is shot so well. I mean, it's shot in, you know, Super 4K. You know, the shots of them putting on the helmets behind the waterfall, it looks great. Now, back to the elimination. There is none. Orissa <laughs> yeah. takes off her helmet and then she tells, she doesn't ask TJ. She tells TJ she's going to address the house. She addresses the house. She calls them snakes, says she was set up, says even if she was to win, she couldn't even be in the house with everybody who just snaked her, flips everybody off and bounces. TJ responds, well, hope to see you never. Beep. Uh, says Beth must have intimidated her. It was a shit show. Don't get me wrong. Glad I got to see it, but a total shit show. There's a lot to unpack there. There's a whole bunch to unpack there. Um, why don't you just give me your thoughts from the top? Who wants to kick it off? Well, I, I did read up on what she's claiming is the situation and why she had her meltdown. Um, allegedly, she's saying that she has a very severe gluten allergy. And she couldn't eat the same food as the other challengers. So she had her food separated. So they said, don't eat this. This is specifically for her because she can't eat the regular food. Um, and apparently they drunk ate all of her food. So she couldn't eat anything but maybe like one yogurt. And she was pissed off because the disrespectful thing that was being done to her food. She also felt blindsided. I think Ruthie, she said Ruthie pulled her aside right before and said, hey, they're going to probably vote you in. So just be prepared. So, you know, I, the full fact that she said she didn't know on there is kind of bullshit because she did say Ruthie told her. But she said for the most part, it was because they ate all her fucking food and she, you know, was going to die if she ended up eating anything else. Like the island just sucks more. Pretty much. Tyler, what's your take on how Arissa bounced herself out of this game, how she addressed the house? What are your feelings on how this whole thing played out? Uh, I'm going to be short, and I don't know if Challenge fans are going to like this, uh, but this is how I approach things. And I'm not going to talk about her because if you have disrespect for the show that I love and you don't want to be on it, then I don't give a shit about you and I don't want to talk about you. Like, sure, stuff might have happened. Sucks. Bye. I'm like, TJ, hope to see you never. That's it. Now, when it comes to quitters, that's just how I am. So I'm not going to talk about this situation, her dressing. It was good TV, whatever. I thought it was a coward's way to go. 
And what I don't understand about people is when you're one of the weakest individuals in the game, why are you surprised that you're getting called out by somebody else? Like the whole point of the whole game that everybody's been saying is whoever's in elimination gets to call out who they want. And then Beth says, I want her as you guys agreed upon the way that you voted in other people this season. And now you're pissed. Sorry. I don't care. Get out of here. Hope she never returns to anything challenge related ever. I hate quitters. I agree. I agree. She shouldn't come back. She definitely wasn't prepared. And I think she wasn't. She's not the right type of competitor for this type of, of situation anymore. She may have been in the past, but not now. Completely different, uh, different type of challengers. But I once saw Jordan like shred his knee by falling out of a plane and then finish and win a final. Ever since then, that, that no excuses. There's no excuses going forward. None. So I'm kind of with you on this one. Uh, I do remember Arissa from the Las Vegas season. This Orissa does seem to be completely different from the Orissa I remember. I think that's what Alton said too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely with you. So I'm, I'm a little bit more torn. I do think it was good TV and it was enjoyable to watch like a holy shit moment. But when it was all said and done, if you were going to do this, your ass could have stayed home. There was other people sitting as alternates who would have provided us with much better TV and actually came to compete. If you didn't come Look. to compete, and came to bullshit around, why are you here? We, this is what we're here for. Um, people are going to get backstabbed. People are going to get betrayed. You're going to get blindsided. This is all part of the show. Have you not been watching? The way that she went out and putting the blame on everybody else, just say, I'm not built for this and leave. Oh, um, can I box her? What? Can you box? No, go, go be a fucking MMA fighter. You want to box somebody. You got some walls. You have to box through. Box that shit. I didn't like the way she went out. I didn't like the way she addressed the house. I understand that you were mad. Use that anger and go win a championship and go back and shit on everybody and fuck up their game. Just out there quitting in the manner that she did, I, it didn't sit right with me, and I also hope that we don't have to see her again. I wanted to also broach another subject. Um, I heard Jeremy on there. She was like, oh, yeah, fuck TJ. He didn't get that fessy like that, da-da-da-da-da. And why would he? Fessy, I mean, don't get me wrong. They, they both quit. They were both disappointing. But Fessy didn't just flat out do it in such a disrespectful manner. Uh, I, I, I think it's, you can't paint him with the same brush. I think, of, it's, of I think, I think that, is, that is a dumb comment. And I feel like Jemmy is trying to paint this picture of like, and don't get me wrong. We just talked about how Kendall wasn't getting treated fair because she's a woman. But Jemmy always pushes the narrative of women get mistreated compared to men in the eyes of production or the hosts or the other competitors. That's what her narrative is every season she's on. Every season. I, I'm watching, rewatching Vendettas right now. And because Joss and Brad let Sylvia go in, she looked around and said, fuck boys. Why should they go in? That's, it's their game. They're playing for a million dollars too. That's her narrative every season. She hates men and she's going to push that. I'm not saying that sometimes she's not right, but that's what she's going to push. The biggest thing from all of this is that it robbed fans of getting Cook or Casey, two alternates who everybody would have been fun to see, even, if, even though Casey is historically I, I, one of the worst characters, <laughs> like our worst eliminators, she still would try. Like she went into elimination against Evelyn and was like, I'm gonna try my best. Exactly. Like, and, she, and she would have been much more enjoyable. Yes. Uh, Arissa definitely sectioned herself off. And I get it. I get it. People are like that. And this is a highly stressful televised situation. So I get, I get being withdrawn and maybe just not feeling it. I get that. But don't wait till you get voted into elimination to, black, to bug out. 
pull production to the side, say, hey, I came here, I wanted to prove something to myself, but now that I'm here, I, I think I made a mistake. This really isn't for me. I'm going to go ahead and depart. Everybody would have respected that. I came here, but it turns out I'm not built for this. Go ahead, bring somebody else in in my place who would do better. And I would have respected that 100 times more. No, please bring back Cook. God. Becky, Becky can I jump in real quick before you say what like, finishes off on this subject and everything? Uh, Fessy never quit. Like, I know we shit on him a lot and everything. They timed out. It right. was established that only three people were going to make it. And by the time that they took, how long it took them to eat, they timed out. This wasn't a Jay and Jenna where they were just disqualified from the final. They, there was a certain time limit to get it done. And by the time all the boats were, or canoes were met, they could, they were eliminated anyways. So it's the same thing as going to elimination. That's my difference. To by the technicality. technicality, yes, Bessie did quit. I'm sorry. If you're not, if you're just going to sit there and pout and not eat, you're quitting. Period. Even though you're not calling off the, you know, throwing the birds and telling everybody to go fuck themselves, you're still quitting. And actually in a more disrespectful manner, in a way, because you're basically just pouting in the corner like a two-year-old. But the way, but the array Arissa did it was disrespectful. She did take spots away from people who did want to be there. This isn't the final. This is during the regular season. So if you don't want to be there, if you don't want to compete, if you don't want to get to that 500k then take your ass home if you get there and realize you can't do the job take your ass home you don't need to do it in a way that's like that because that it was disrespectful to tj it was disrespectful to production it's disrespectful to the fans but i don't want to equate it with fessy because fessy quit in his own manner and it was disrespectful in his own way right Um, i i definitely got side with tyler in that one Fessy definitely did quit on his partner, but he did time out on the challenge. It's a small technicality, and, but, but a huge difference. He didn't quit in this manner. She was, on paper, probably seemed like a good point, but she just wasn't built for this from it's, jump. It's, it's like the technicality of, like, Kyle got medically DQ'd from the elimination. He didn't lose, but he, he lost. Oh, he but lost. Te- but te- yeah, he did, and he would have lost again. But technically, he was medically unable to compete that's how that goes down. So it's just splint that fucking finger and go back to the hall. Technically, technically, Fessy and Casey timed out, which we've seen happen with Leroy and Mike. They couldn't eat fast enough on Rivals 1, and they went to the mountain, and they timed out because it was getting dark. Technically, they got DQ'd, but nobody's dogging on them for that, for eating slow. So I just, uh, it's technicalities. But either way, my bad. All right. So that was the ending of episode four. Let's go ahead and jump into episode five. Um... All the challengers get back to the house. Nehemiah mentions that Orissa was the only one who had to go into elimination that didn't get a heads up. Do you guys feel like that kind of vindicates her in any way or no. still got the same feelings on it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should, yep. should the future competitors who's going into elimination, should it be required that they get a heads up before they no. have to go? No. No. You're, if you're, if you didn't win, you're not safe. Period. Especially if there's lifesavers involved. You didn't win. You're not safe. Be prepared. Wear your shit. And what did Darrell say? You don't have to get prepared if you're already prepared. So you're, Be prepared. Don't have to get prepared. Whatever. So Whatever he here's, says. Here's the thing. If you are a competitor on the challenge, and I'm going to say this in a way that if I was also a competitor on the challenge, so nobody's thinking I'm shitting on these people, in some ways or another, you are a snake. You are. You're willing to do something that you normally wouldn't do in everyday life to advance yourself somewhere. Like it comes out because it can, because it's a game. 
And so that whole thing about Nehemiah saying people should get a heads up, fuck that. Like, that's like, like Leroy throwing Wes in, like it's, you got a little bit of snake in you, you're gonna let it loose. It happens. Would it be better if you give somebody a heads up? Sure. But that's real life implications versus game implications. That's how it is. So I don't, in a game, I don't care. I would be snaking in a game. Simple as that. So. <laughs> Absolutely. There's always going to be some snake shit. So I mentioned this before, and now I'm going to bring it up. At this point, we get a montage of, you know, Cyrus's and his motivations, him getting smoked by Kohada in the ruins. And I also realized how long ago the ruins was. So it has been a while since we've seen them. But the problem that I have right now, and don't get me wrong, uh, All-Stars is wonderfully shot. It's great to look at. But they're telegraphing too much. As soon as I seen this, I was just like, yeah, Cyrus is going into elimination today. Because today is going to be a guy's day. They're telegraphing his backstory. And they've done it a lot. But more specifically, in the last two episodes, it really seems overboard. How do you guys feel about production telegraphing all of these eliminations i know it's been a while since we've seen everybody i know we got to go through the backstory a little bit to get the new people acclimated to these past legends but do you guys feel like the telegraphing is starting to get out of hand well see it was either going to be a hero's telegraphing or a i'm going home telegraphing so it was one of those things where it was like it could go either way they could be showing his backstory to be like oh look look at how far he's come he kicked ass in the elimination or whatever um I don't think they're thinking it in the long term. Uh, I Hopefully they change it up. I, I'm not a big fan of it. I, I wish that they would just do it kind of more sporadically versus, okay, this person is going into elimination. I mean, this is kind of all shows like run this because it, if you don't show a person the entire episode and then all of a sudden they're in elimination and then like we see them go home at the end, you're like, wait, wait a second. Why did you not show them the whole episode then? Like, what was the point? Like, you kind of got to showcase these people. This has been happening for a long time on the challenge. It happens on the regular challenge as well. Um, and I mean, then again, this montage, if we're not like diving too deep into it, but we thought about it, this could be like, oh, he's going to get redemption for this. Like he's going to get that same elimination. He's going to come out on top like he didn't last time. Like they, you could play it both ways. So I see why production lets these things in. But again, then again, they're giving us too much information. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe just because, you know, we've watched the challenge for so long, we're so, <laughs> we pretty much know everything. We can definitely see stuff like this coming a mile away. Let's it's, go ahead and... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Before I jump in, it is the reason why I hate watching trailers for the challenge. Mm. Because, like, let's say, like, I see Wes on a season. Like, uh, uh, X, is, X is 2. I saw in the, the highlight video, whatever, the, the promo, that Wes went into, like, a hall brawl because I saw his, like, his jersey not color. And then I saw him like dive down. And so every episode that I saw that there wasn't a hall brawl or anything like that, like I would have been like, oh, Wes isn't going home. Like I would have known because I was like, well, he has, I haven't seen this yet. That's why I hate watching promos. Like I saw something where somebody on here was like yelling about that's my vote and that's what I'm going to do. So until I hear them say that, I'm going to know that they're going to be in the game for that long. So I, I hate looking at those things. And I like to try and watch this show with like, like I'm five years old and it's Saturday morning cartoons. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we, all, we all miss those days. Before we was, uh, you know, again, spoiled constantly. Thank you, Twitter and, uh, and, and Vevmo. Let's go ahead and move on to the daily. Today's daily is called Connect Them All. And TJ pitches this as a mini final, which makes my ears perk up. And I, forget, I forget who said it, but somebody on the, somebody on the challenge said that, like, this is going to be a good way to see how everybody stacks up. And I was thinking the same exact thing. He also says that there's not going to be any lifesaver. Probably nothing that's going to come up later on in, in this episode. 
But let's go ahead. Uh, I just want to run through some of my favorite moments and things that stood out to me. Let me know if you guys agree, disagree, or if you guys got anything else that stuck out to you. Um, a lot of, lot of great moments. One, Gisela looked like she was going to die. I was actually worried about her for a little bit. Uh, Alton does actually die, and it apparently is resuscitated by Cyrus. Completely shocking that Alton struggles. Um, I mean, it's one thing to struggle, but the amount that he struggled, that was also a little bit on the scary side. Um, and I love the fact that Letarian, Derek, and Kendall finishes first outside of Alton and Mark right with them, maybe even, I think something like this is something that like Anissa or Katie would be good at. This is about what I expect, you know, the ending of a finish to something like this would look like. Uh, Beth and Cyrus time out and Cyrus is going to go in. Uh, what did you guys think of this mini final? And I love it when they do this about halfway through. That should be a staple that there's a little mini final halfway through to separate the weak from the, from the strong. Go ahead, Becky, you jump first. I mean, it did look a little bit almost staged to a degree, the way Elton was playing. I'm not going to lie. You know, really? he was leaning specifically on Beth. Like, why Beth? <laughs> like, out of all the people to try and lean on, you're pretty much, and they're, they're basically saying he was putting all of his weight onto everybody else. So what you happened? Think that, so you think that when Cyrus accuses Alton of, like, intentionally sabotaging him, you think there's some truth to that? It does almost look like it because Elton is so, like, good at everything. Like, I mean, everybody said it. He's like, he's literally like the one to watch out for. And he just tanked. So I don't know what happened because afterwards he seemed to get his second wind and he was fine. So it's kind of a quick transition to completely dying to being able to move without troubles. Like, I don't understand what the difference is, but yeah, that was kind of the thing that stood out to me. It was a little bit weird. Um, watching everybody else keep going and keep pushing, even though Gisela was dying, she was basically saying, no, we're not stopping. You know, we need to keep going. So, you know, she was definitely pushing through a lot of pain. Tyler, do you think that there's some truth to Alton tanking this for Cyrus? I don't, I don't think so. Um, I, it, it's plausible. It may, I, I understand where you're coming from. For me, how I look at this is that I, I don't know if this is a fact. I think Alton has asthma because I've seen him use an inhaler before on an episode, like a season, something happened. I think it was on Battle of the Seasons and he was like gassed out and he had to literally use an inhaler. I wonder if he actually does have asthma and like he just doesn't talk about it because he doesn't like to talk about his weaknesses and he doesn't like to use crutches. I think that's a realistic thing that could happen. I don't know this. I'm just saying this. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think so because like when they got up to do the puzzle, I feel like that took at even the fastest team took them 15 to 20 minutes to do. So that's a lot of recovery time to get your breath back and you're not going uphill. I can see it, but I mean, I don't really worry about it. And I, to, to what you said about mini finals being a staple in the middle, it is my favorite thing. And I love like a mini finals bring me the, bring some of the best moments. Like uh, X's two had the best mini final for the fact mm. of like moments and everything. Like I'll never forget like Johnny Riley being like, I am Hercules. Like trying to like <laughs> pull the thing up. And like, I forget who it was, but it was, uh, it was Brittany asking Adam. She's like, can you just give me like 10 seconds? And they're like 10 seconds. What are you talking about? I'll give you two. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then Zach telling John a that this hill is hell and you are Satan. Like things like that. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause yeah. cause like she couldn't figure it out. And Zach was giving her like, so five times more time to look at the, the puzzle than anybody else. 
and she yeah. couldn't figure it out. And he was so <laughs> mad. He was a terrible partner that day, 100%. I remember, it, I remember him uh, saying, like, at least my biceps look sweet while doing yeah, at this. Least, at least my biceps <laughs> look good. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you, um, but I think it's less serious than that. I think maybe Alton just had a bad day. Maybe yeah. this. Maybe he just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe he didn't stretch well enough. Maybe he has a respiratory issue that we don't know about. But these kind of games of sabotage and stuff is kind of out of Alton's character. He really plays a game pretty straight up, which has been to his detriment most of the time. Mm. So it's not really a strong suit. Um, but they go ahead and finish. It looks like Cyrus is going in, which on something that looks like a mini final is I thought it would be him or Big Easy. Which come to find out, apparently he's colorblind and Beth didn't know that until after the challenge was over. Oh, he's colorblind? Apparently he's colorblind. That's something I that saw That might Twitter. have something to do with it. All right, here's the orange one. Cyrus, that's green. I don't know. <laughs> I did not know he was colorblind. That's Why wild. is there only two colors on this board? I think we got it. Like That's what I saw. I don't know if these things are facts, but that's just what I saw. So. That would be interesting. But um, back at the house, uh, Cyrus is super pissed. He blames Alton. He thinks Alton set him up. Um, it, it, you know, he seems really, really mad, but Alton seems actually kind of hurt at the accusation. He sits down next to him, wants, you know, talks to him, but uh, he goes ahead and lays into him. Alton plays this game the most pure way that it ever can be played, and it's if you are the worst on that day, you go in, and that's just how it is. Like, that's how he plays the game. Now, I, I agree with you 100%. Alton, he's, he seems like one of those genu genuinely uh, nice people, pretty straight up. All the sabotage and lies and sneaking back is really out of his character, which is why I was surprised Cyrus uh, went that route. When we get to deliberation, Cyrus lets everybody know that he wants Alton. Um, and then I really like the way how Gisela kind of stood up for him, which is like, yeah, he's hurt and he's in his feelings. I know we give everybody what they, uh, you know, who they want, but you know, this time it really seems like they're just picking the wrong person. How did you guys feel about that? Do you think that when somebody says that they want this person, they should get this person? But if it's the wrong choice, do you feel like the group should have to override that? I mean, that's how they've been playing it. They've been playing it that that person makes a decision on who they want to go in. So if they want to change the rules just because they happen to like the person that's going in better than the person making that decision, it's wrong because it's it's a, at the end of the day playing a little bit more of the playground click situation. You know, at the end of but the day. But Nehemiah said it best. He said, you know, should I give him who he wants or should I, you know, e e even if what he wants is going to get him eliminated or do you have to protect people from themselves? Even Alton said that. Alton's like, all right, if he's going to vote me in, like he's, he's setting his own sentence. Like, I'm going to send him home. Like, These are facts. It's, it, it's true. If, if you're a friend of Cyrus, what you should do you should be like, hey, Alton's really good in a couple of things. I feel like that we should not take the risk until Alton gets last place. Like, let's give you somebody that we think you can beat in like Big Easy, I think is who they were saying. Mm -hmm. And then let's save Alton for another day and we'll get our chance at him later. Like if, if, I, if I was Cyrus was my number one, that's exactly what I'd tell him. I'd walk up to everyone and be like, you're not voting in Alton. And if Cyrus came back and won an elimination was mad at me, I'd be like, guess what? You're still here. Who cares? No, you're 100% right. And you got uh, you got LT and Mark putting the battery in his back. Like, yeah, he don't know what type of animal you are. You got to go out there and be like, yeah, why are you putting the battery in his back? He's about to get his ass washed. Do you know what type of animal Alton is? Uh, like, <laughs> they even show, you know how you're talking about a, a montage of Cyrus? 
This showed the montage of Alton on Gauntlet 2 climbing up like a 30-foot net in two seconds. Yeah, I remember seeing it, and and it was was wild then. It'd be even wild now. I'm out. He probably (laughs) can still do that. Can you, Samus? What a better person to just fucking shit on and destroy in an elimination than than Adam K. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. True. 100%. Let's go ahead and move on to the elimination. Alton comes down for the elimination. And he looks super fucking excited for this. So this is not looking great for Cyrus. And then here goes something that really kind of pissed me off a little bit. What do we see? We see the same fucking elimination that was supposed to be there yesterday. And they're I just like, it. we're not moving this shit. So whoever gets elimination today <laughs> is just going to get this one. Even better, even better, the elimination was called two separate things. Yesterday, it was called Wall Brawl. And today it was called um, over and under. So what's better? What's what do we? I, I is wall brawl seems better to me. It's wall brawl name. does seem better, but if you're gonna do a wall brawl, it probably should be a little bit more heads up. What you do is you have one of them, and they have to punch through the walls and go through each other. That's how you do it. That's a real they, wall brawl. They, they, they did punch it through the wall and up punching somebody in the face. They did something oh, similar on Dirty great. Thirty, where they had to run through. A, a wall and then when they came back around it was like all saran wrap or whatever they had to run through it was leroy versus hunter i remember and that's how hunter like crippled his yeah. arm like but yes yeah, so, yeah. i mean no i i agree if they would have done that where like you got to break through like three of them and then there's a little hallway for you to get to the other person i would like that that'd have been that's a great idea and, and it would be dope too because if you're really fast and you get there before the other person then you just keep on trucking and moving and, it, and you, got the, you got the foot race in there too so makes it a little bit more fair if you're a smaller person Bynum murray if you're listening trademark that that's malik's idea God, you give fucking it to gold. um so tj <laughs> comes down and says that there's going to be a twist said because kendall's team won and she was a captain kendall is safe there will also be no more lifesaver, which I also like because you got this thing in the game, which everybody thinks is is for sure. And then now it's gone. It's a good twist, a good change. He announces that all of the eliminations from here on now is going to be double eliminations, which is something I've seen coming because I was just like, this thing's only like 10 episodes and there's a lot of people here. So unless half the team, unless half of the cast is going to the final we're going to see some doubles coming up. So I saw this coming a little mile away, but I was still <laughs> excited like, this isn't going it. fast enough when you start sending bitches home right away. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was, though. It was just like, <laughs> we're going to have to wrap this up in a minute. Before you jump on into the elimination, first thing I want to say is thank you, Challenge, for keeping the same elimination. I know they changed the name. I like it because when I first saw the elimination and then, and then like we didn't get to see what it was, I was like, are you serious? Like... Why did we not get to see what that was exactly? And that kind of upset me. And so, like, now I'm happy that they got the reuse and everything. Uh, yes. So, in fact, you know what? What, what did you say, Tyler? When you tell us what they So, think? Beth got my last. My phone went black. You're good. No, you're good. So, <laughs> Cyrus is in. And then Beth also got last. So, Beth went in, which is great because losers go in. And mm-hmm. now Alton got nominated. And they told Alton, you get to pick. Which was, a, I think this is fantastic. Because instead of other people voting in, Alton got to pick. And then he chooses Anissa. And for the first time in Anissa's challenge history, her 22nd elimination or whatever, because we're, we're, we're counting this as a regular challenge, but, but we're saying it's a spinoff, but the challenge stats go because, because TJ said, so in my opinion, when TJ said that all champs versus pro champs versus stars, they're all the same. Now, everything is a season. They're just a, there's a side project. So I'm here's my it. thing. He picks Anissa for the first time, her 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 500th elimination. She was not pissed. 
she was okay with it. For the first time, she wasn't mad. And Alton <laughs> said, it's out of respect, it's out of love. And then he describes why, because he knows he's gonna, she's going to give it her all and he trusts her and believes in her. And she almost got emotional. That's and I feel like... I thought that mm. was a, I thought that was an amazing moment. I'd love to see it. Anissa. Oh, you're right. Anissa always gets thrown into elimination. She never wants to go in. But somebody says, "I got to go into elimination. I need somebody who I know is going to go in there and kick a whole lot of fucking ass." Out of all these bitches here, out of all of these champions, out of all of these legends, out of all of these all stars, I want you on my team because I know you're going to go in there. You're going to fuck something up. There's no bigger respect than that. Well, from what I've heard, go ahead, go ahead. that wasn't the only reason he chose her. He chose her because she picked him. And he said, if I'm going home, I'll take your ass with me. Oh. More than so one thing that's be true. what I heard from other people who said that he said that to them. So well, I don't know how true it is. Yeah, they're, they're both but, true. Yeah, they can it's, be both true. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing you because if I lose, I get a little bit of revenge. But I feel like, but, I, but getting revenge. But I believe in you to win. Exactly. Getting revenge wouldn't take precedence here winning and coming back to the house would. So I think that would outweigh any of the negative aspect, but more than one thing could be true. At the in this same situation, time. in this situation, Alton just flipping a double-sided coin. Either way, he's going to get what he wants. He's either going to win with somebody he believes in, or he's going to send them home with him. Now, before we dive into elimination, because I, I don't know how much time I'm about to dip and everything, but I want to know you guys' feelings and thoughts on this, because now they can pick their own partner. This is going to make the layup strategy that we we're talking about from Katie earlier maybe play in because like who's gonna want like if you're a girl you're not gonna pick biggie's as your partner you're not gonna pick katie's your partner like these guys are gonna last because what what maybe if it's a whole bro and i could pick big easy maybe it's yes. good to go that's but the only see, situation to pick but, but check this out even though katie may seem like a layup we've all seen katie in elimination she can hold her own and this she's spicy She's beaten some pretty plus, big contenders. Plus, she can climb. She can do some of the other stuff that girls, you know, if, something, if I see a rope over there, I wouldn't pick Anissa. I would pick somebody like Katie. Okay. All right. So not Katie, but let's just say like John A and Jemmy don't have impressive elimination records in their time. I think they've, I think they've both lost more than they've won. Like I'm saying, like, a, like if, they've, if they've been in six, they're like two and four. Like they've right. doubled their losses. So those two could benefit from this. Usala is going to benefit from this. Kendall's going to suffer from this 100% if she's not safe. People are going to be like, all right, Kendall, come on. Like, yeah. You can do it all. Like, you're in here. <laughs> yeah, her and Kellyanne would be easy first picks. And same with Derek K and Darrell. Like, those mm -hmm. guys, like, this is going to be chaos. It but is. do you think that this is going to be the precedent that they're going to be able to pick their partners? Or are they going to have I, double uh, I, when they go so. into... Because they're basically so. saying, this is going to be how it is from here on out. Mm -hmm. And about so half now the season when is they're gone. debating... When they're debating on who to send in, that's when they're picking. If I was on this show right now, the next thing I would do is I would walk out and I'd be like, hey, guys, I'm nobody's number one. Like, none of you are my number one. <laughs> don't bring me down with you. I hate exactly. all of you. But don't vote me in. <laughs> but I also think that there need to be something on the back end for the person who goes in. If it's a female day, maybe make them safe for the next day along with the winner. I don't know, because now your game is really at the... Is really at the mercy of strangers. That's the only thing that I kind of dislike about it. Um, you know, if you're done and you're about ready to go home and somebody pissed you off sometime this season, you want to drag them with you, you can do that and you can mess up somebody's whole game. And that one thing that I do dislike about it a little bit. But they're playing for a half a million dollars. I don't really expect it to, to come out and, and play. And my bad, I took us off the train tracks, but I pulled that lever and we're back right on schedule. Let's talk about this elimination. Let's talk about the elimination. Cyrus got smoked. He got smoked yeah. and talked a lot of shit at the end. 
Now, first off, first off, don't if talk your about ankle his ankle. is fucked up, if your ankle is fucked up, why is Beth's ass not climbing? I was if wondering anything, that. Boost her up. It gives you your best shot. After that second jump down, you knew it was fucked up. Two, you talked all that shit about how you're ready. You talked all that shit about how you want Alton. You're the big dog. You want to go after that. And he's fucking smoked you like we all knew he was going to do. It was stupid. To de- it was a stupid decision then. And it was stupid now. You're paying for it. Well, look at this. Elton's a climber. And he got the perfect elimination for himself where he's just climbing over walls. You know, so it's just, yeah. It was a, a bad decision overall. I understand why Cyrus did it. Um, do I necessarily agree why he did it? No, but it is what it is. But now he knows. Um, and let's see if there's a season two and if he learns from his mistake. <laughs> can, can I can I say something? Speculate like kind of how like you did with Alton earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cyrus's ankle was never hurt. He didn't roll his ankle. He didn't hurt his ankle at all. He kind of did, but it didn't hurt him really that all affected. You know, kind of when you're running and your ankle kind of like gives for a second. Yeah. But really, you're fine. He clutched it. He used it as a clutch because then if he goes out, oh, if I just had a better ankle, I could have won this thing. Okay, first of all, if if I here's the thing, two, last season or two years ago in my soccer league, I broke my ankle chasing my dog, and then I missed like five games. And then we had a tournament that we paid for. Twenty three days later, I played with a broken ankle. I taped it up, I booted it, and I played because I already paid for it. I know it's stupid, but I played like fifty minutes three days in a row in a tournament with a broken ankle. Here's the thing. I would not try and go up for a header because I couldn't jump. I knew I couldn't. If Cyrus's ankle was really hurt, why was he jumping off? He's like six foot five. He could hang, step down, get down. 100% easy, would move faster, wouldn't hurt himself. But every time he jumps, ah, ah, I'm hurt. Guys, you guys see, ah, if I didn't, if I didn't do that, like, well, then don't do it. I'm not saying that he was 100%, but I don't think he was like, 50% 50% like he's playing off. I see Listen. what you're saying. He needed a reason for why he lost. He could put it on this. He got medically disqualified. Oh, only lost because mm. my ankle. Next time I see him, head up. I'm going to kick some ass. Let me tell you something. I cannot think of a single elimination that Cyrus, Bre- that Cyrus would beat alternate. Hallbro, Hall he, dec- he has a chance. But he's, but he's, he's, got, he's got weak legs. And I think if Alton hit him low enough, I think it would just hurt him or he would just get popped back if Alton had leverage. Like the, the weird thing about Hall Brawl is we talk about size because that's just like an easy factor. But then we see somebody like CJ beat Zach three times out of five. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, okay, it's just if you're smart enough, you're good. It's, it's all about predicting. Mm-hmm. Do you go low when they go high or do you go high when they go low? Is, is somebody ever going to try and Spider-Man crawl up that wall sideways and get over them? Who knows? We'll never Still know. waiting for that day. Or somebody just to, like, flip over them. <laughs> like, you like, know, anyway, sorry. Uh, Anissa really came into that elimination, and she fucking shined. Alton made the right choice. Alton made a lot of right choices, because also by him not ducking this, this elimination and showed that he was ready to go in, and now everybody sees what he can do to you. And I don't think anybody's going to be saying his name to, to, um, to you know, if they're in elimination, they're not going to say, I want to go against Alton again. So... It was a win-win for him. It's a win for Anissa because she shows everybody how tough she is and she really fucking shined. And Cyrus and Beth did about as expected. As expected. Do, do we think Beth would have beat the quitter last week if the elimination was almost the exact same thing? 
I don't think they had to go over it last week. So I think it was just you have I to know, throw the ball and punch they it through. They just had to toss the ball over and punch through a and wall. Yes, I think Beth would have won. I think Beth would have won how, too. You saw how Beth was doing. She was pretty much trying to carry Cyrus. She's like, oh, use my back. Step up on me. She doesn't quit. Beth does a lot of things, but it's very rare that Beth quits. She doesn't quit an elimination. She'll quit during the episode. Like, she's like, I'm not going in. I'm leaving. Bye. But she won't quit when she's in the elimination. I think she's got too much pride for that. She has before. She quit an elimination on Gauntlet 2 because I think she was afraid that Anissa was literally going to try and fuck her up. Because Anissa was talking about hurting her before that if they win to elimination. And then they got, like, a wrestling thing. And she's like, I'm not, like, Anissa's going to punch me. I'm not going to fight. I'm not an idiot. (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't blame her on that one. But. Yeah, not at all. Well, that was a amazing two episodes. A uh, hell of a lot of fun. Um, are you guys starting to feel like this is going to be a better season than the main show? I think Double so. Agents? I'll no. be honest. It's just it seems like it has more drama, a little bit more of a story. It seems brighter. It seems more fun. There's a difference between Superman and Batman. At Double Agents, everything's dark and it's gray and cool blues. And then you got All-Stars. Everything is yellow, sunny, green, light. I think it's just two different feels. And, I'm act- and, I, and, I, do actually, and I do actually like the contrast of it. Uh, they, one doesn't necessarily need to be better than the other. They can both work hand in hand, and we could get a lot of the stuff that we love from the challenge in both. We've seen five elimination days. One, somebody quit, so we can't talk about it. We can talk about it a little bit. There's only been one elimination that was like 50-50. Every other elimination has been a smoke job. Like Ace got smoked. Yeah. Trishel got smoked. Tech held in there. Quitter quit. So technically got smoked, got blanked. Here, Cyrus and Beth got smoked. There's been little competition, little drama when it comes to eliminations. And I think that's what is going to hurt this show. But I think it'll get better because the better players are staying around. Like we're in a position where we're going to see Derek versus Darrell. And we're going to see them in an elimination. I just feel like... That's going to happen. We're going to see Nehemiah versus Mark. We're going to see big dogs go against each other. Whereas on regular season, we don't always get to see that. I would say that this show is really good at trimming the fat. And that's really all that's been going. Is it's an OG being trimmed. That, that right there is an OG thing. What the fuck was it? OG. Oh, no, it's an O. That's an O. And then that's a G. How or that that's a G. Because it's a G. Look right. He's arm. flamenco dancing. It goes around. It goes around. It, it was absolutely G. ridiculous. But my head's well, in the way. That's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, you should be able to see us again next week. Don't know which day, but we'll be here. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Make sure you check out lwcpodcast.com. Make sure you check out shop.lwcpodcast.com to pick up all of your LWC podcast gear. Make sure you check out shop the ch- shopthechallenge.com for all of your custom challenge gear. Make sure you follow us all on Twitter at LWC Podcast and Facebook at Love War Challenges. We are also on TikTok and Instagram at LWC Podcast. That's going to do it for us. Have a good night, posters. Bye. Peace.